Hello everyone and welcome to Generally Casual, the place where you can learn anything and everything casually. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michael, and joined with me as always is Richard. Brussels sprout. Oh, is Richard. Dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> Snorkel gear. Oceans. Nope. <laughs> That's too on topic. Blue zebras. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I was going to say, as you can probably tell from listening to previous episodes, we do like to kind of go off on tangents. And yeah. there's a reason for that. Uh, is, uh, <laughs> I mean, we could probably start the, our own separate podcast <laughs> on just ADHD itself because we both have it. Yeah. Um, and we'll go over like uh, the behaviors of which, but... For the normal diagnosis, we have all of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, the So Michael shared a TikTok with me about the uh, 14. Is, who was the person? Just so ADHD can, vision. Perfect. Um, with the 14 common presenters of uh, ADHD. And uh, both of us, as we went through this TikTok, realized we have all of them. Yes. Uh, in some sense. Um, I think, actually, we should probably just talk oh. about what it is first oh. instead of, anyway, um, ADHD is an acronym. Um, it stands for Attention in- Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Yes, but there is a slash between those two parts. Yes. Um, at some point in its, in its life, uh, I think, well, I was looking at a website earlier that was like they've known about this disorder for since the 1940s or 50s i'm sure it's been around for Um, a while and it used to be classified as two different disorders um hyperactivity disorder and attention deficit disorder um so you if you're like oh i know about that that's add ADD. well add is now colloquially colloquially um, not used anymore yeah (laughs) so um, now it's just ADHD because they're, the two disorders are actually the same thing. You could just have one, the other, or both. And it is considered a neuro- neurodivergency. So as we, if you go back a little bit to our autism awareness episode, we do talk a little bit about it um, because um, there's a number of different neurodivergent um, dis- disorders, I guess, Um on on that whole neurodivergency thing uh, that we talked about. And um, when we brought on Kim, she talked about her uh, journey to diagnosis with aut- uh, autism. And we both have a ADD, ADHD. Yeah. And um, if you... And had, we were both diagnosed. Yes. We were both officially diagnosed when yeah. we were kids because we were massive... Troubled children who were like, yes. why are our brains like this? Why don't, why don't issues? Ah. And then our, our, our parents were like, okay, we need to get these brains checked out. Figure it out. Um, and uh, with that, it's actually really difficult. I mean, not for us, but <laughs> it's usually. <laughs> we hit all 14. Yeah, we, we've got all, all the pathways. Um, it's usually really difficult to diagnose a child with ADD, uh, ADHD because a lot of the um, symptoms um, or uh, presenters, present, is what I said, yeah, yeah, presenters of ADHD uh, are hard to diagnose because 
sometimes kids would just naturally do that stuff anyways. Yeah. So as an example, um, I've talked with our pediatrician about it before because I have it. Um, and he said it's super difficult, especially in um, girls or females um, to diagnose as well. But part of that issue is, is the younger that the kid is, a lot of those uh, presenters are already presenting because that's how a kid's brain works. Um, especially the stuff about like not being able to sit still or uh, talking a lot, like things like that are part of a child's development um, in their everyday life. They talk to then develop that skill. They sit still because they don't know how to control those impulses as their brain is developing and things like that. So um, I think overall the medical side has been very hesitant and at least I hope that's the case because it is even though you're going through school and things like that as long as kids aren't necessarily um, ha having those issues and I think school is a lot more accommodating for it now than it was before um, but it will be that much more difficult to diagnose. Uh, uh, sorry, I, I've been trying yeah, to look. Yeah. Thank you, Richard, for uh, manning that part. Filler, filler, filler. I was looking up uh, an actual discussion of like what happens in your brain uh, oh, okay. instead of just saying it's random firing synapses because that's that's kind of complicated. Yeah, that's kinda... also because your brain kind of does that anyway. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so ADHD, I'm just going to read straight from it. ADHD can affect. Uh, your brain network processes in a couple of different ways. Um, your neuron may not relief, release enough neurotransmitters. So when you're trying to get your brain to do something, it might not send enough information huh. that way to say, you should do this. So example, when you're trying to focus, right? Yeah. And you're trying to like process what a teacher is saying because we're talking about kids right now, right? Um. And there is actually a whole side of TikTok in what you were saying uh, about ADHD in females because yeah. um, it, it is different in the numerous genders that are out there. And, oh, yeah, yeah. and, and in addition, not just gender-based, but um, it is different based on the person because everybody presents differently, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like most things. So it, it's a very interesting world to get into. And also the reason why we're doing this is because October, if you didn't say is, I uh, didn't say that. Yeah. Is ADHD <laughs> awareness month. Um, and with other things I was looking at, at the, <laughs> trying to manage like my brain, uh, <laughs> ADHD doing ADHD <laughs> things right now. Um, part of the reason why this is getting released on Sunday rather yeah. than on the Wednesday yeah. when it was scheduled. Yeah. But it's October now. So it's, it, it, works. <laughs> it works. Uh, <laughs> Um, is that there are actually two symbols for ADHD. One is, I think, a gold ring, a sure. gold infinity symbol, um, which is also represented in the overall neurodivergent symbol, which is uh, a butterfly. Oh, um, okay. It's like a oh, rainbow yeah, yeah. butterfly that is sort of in an infinite shape because of it's following the butterfly's wings. And didn't we... Uh, we probably covered that in autism awareness. And wasn't the autism... Autism was a different color or was it the same color? Uh, I think it was a different color. Unless I'm just wrong about it being gold and everything. Whatever. I, 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 I don't remember. I don't remember. It was so long ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> April. <laughs> may, maybe maybe somebody out there can correct it. Uh, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so basically, like, if you're neurodivergent at all, you can represent yourself with that butterfly. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah. 
That's Anyways, nice. um, so back then evolving. Back to what ADHD insects. does to your brain. Yeah. Um, another thing, <laughs> the, rece- the receiving neuron may have trouble catching the neurotransmitters. So you might send enough, but then the other side might be like, what? <laughs> I like the little picture that it's got below. So it's like uh, uh, basically something spitting out chemicals. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, there's receivers. And one side of the receiver is is basically catching like three out of the like 17. Yeah. And, and then the other side is spitting out only two rather than like five. Yeah. And then the last part is the neurotransmitters may get sucked back up by sending the neuron too fast before a good connection is made with the receiving neuron. Oh, that's what three is. Yeah. Um, so, which is, all of this is very interesting because uh, it's all just about sending messages in your brain, which is exactly what ADHD is. Uh, also, why sometimes I speak Really, really fast is because <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm sending out so many, like <laughs> I'm sending out the messages, and my brain's like, let me let me suck yeah. up all that, and then it's like losing. Tr- it, it's almost like you're running a race, and then halfway through the race, you forget where you're going, and then you just <laughs> you just keep running, <laughs> confused, and then eventually you keep running the race, follow the other people around you, and you're like, oh, I know what I'm doing again. Think about like a racing game where you're driving in the wrong direction, and the arrow is telling you to go a different direction but you're just ignoring that arrow the entire time yeah and then eventually but eventually you make it to the race and sometimes you're in first and that's yeah. great and then lakitu <laughs> comes over and picks you up and then drops you in oh, the beginning that, oh that's true Mario or at the end yeah. of the race you know it's who knows who knows <laughs> so that's blue shells suck that's, that's what we know um and that can be generalized by saying your synapses are not sending enough information sending too much information or not, not receiving catching. all the yeah. information. So, yeah. Um, and which is actually hard for um, hard for kids, especially because their brains are in the are in the the life growing juice, and and their brains the are are maturing and growing in different different ways. Where uh, <laughs> um, where it's hard to tell. Some of these things that are going on with children, if this is uh, a neurodivergency, because it's not just ADHD that's out there, um, or if it's just a natural part of growing up. So yes. um, here's a couple I, of things. And like I said, I'm hoping that it's not just um, my daughter's pediatrician that is going that direction. I hope most doctors are recognizing, like, this is hard to diagnose. We mm-hmm. don't want to do this, but we'll keep paying attention to it as it goes on. And yeah. if if a child needs extra support, that's when we can then go through mm-hmm. and be able to provide the support because, um, that because of the difficulty associated with diagnosis. Diagnosis. Yeah, and in a second, I'm gonna read this list, and it's gonna be like, oh yeah, it's kids do that all the time. Oh yeah. Um, but that's the thing is. Early diagnosis is actually good, like most things, to help a child as early as possible, but also not good because you don't want to misdiagnose a child and then get them a help that they don't need. Yeah, and I think that's really where it comes down to, like, school Mm -hmm. or, um, like, things that are going on in life. And It's, it's very clear that the communication needs to be at the forefront. So, as an example... I think both Michael and I had problems in school because school was very based on homework major problems um, and things like that. And for me, before we go down the list, 
Um, uh, I had problems doing homework. Like, yeah. hands down. Blech. It was... I still hate homework. It's difficult um, for me to concentrate on it because I, in my brain, I was always like, I just learned this. Why am I having to do this again? Mm-hmm. I have the core concept. And I would always do pretty well on tests mm-hmm. because I was like... I remember the information. It's all in there, and yeah. I can spew it back out. Yeah, at least for the next month, and then. And I'm gonna read two different lists: one at the end, and one right now. This is basically what we would look for in kids. Yes. Um, another one is basically for adults, and we're gonna talk about like how to get diagnosed, who should who who you should see, and blah blah blah. Oh, okay. But Ooh, um, for kids, uh, there's two different diagnoses, or three different, I guess. Uh, are they inattentive? Do they have hyperactive, uh, are they hyperactive, impulsive, or is it combined? combination? Yeah, it's a combination. Of combination. So I'm going to read really fast. A child with ADHD who is attentive is easily distracted, doesn't follow directions or finish tasks, doesn't seem to be listening, doesn't pay attention, and makes careless mistakes. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh-huh. Um, forgets about daily ta- uh, daily activities, has problem organizing daily tasks, doesn't like to do things that require sitting still, often loses things. And tends to daydream. Now, rewind that and play that in half speed, and that way you can understand what Michael was saying. Yeah, and then if they're hyperactive, <laughs> impulsive, um, they often squirm, fidgets, or bounces when sitting, doesn't stay seated, has trouble playing quietly, is always moving, such as running or climbing things, um, talks excessively, is always on the go, as if like they had a 100 pounds of sugar. Motor. Has trouble waiting for the turn, blurts out answers, and interrupts others. So, um, especially that last one, uh, I have others. seen a couple of ADHD TikToks that have asked this question. They say, hey, when somebody else is talking, do you often try to finish their sentences? And most of the time, I've seen a couple of them are going, yeah, I totally do that. Or no, I haven't done that. I don't do that. And they go, okay, well, let's talk about now. Uh, do you often finish other sentences in your head? Because it was a learned thing when you were a kid to stop mm-hmm. doing that, stop interrupting others. And I, I mean, I still do that all the time. It's because people don't talk qu- quick enough. I, and I'm that's like, exactly. Please. And so, I talk so quick, I stumble over my own mouth. <laughs> I, my, a lot of my internal processes is if I'm having a conversation, even at work, it's the most furiating thing for me. Internally, I'm like, can you just... Like, there's this something in my brain that's just like, you need to push words out to get to the point of this conversation <laughs> constantly. Yeah. And I feel bad because, like, sometimes I do interrupt, um, but oftentimes what I'm doing is trying to control the conversation, and I don't mean to. Like, yeah. I want people to express how they're feeling or what's mm-hmm. going on with it. But at the same time, I've already, like, in my brain, I'm like, okay, I see where this is going. Can, can we just move to that point? Uh-huh. And there's plenty of things with that, but... While we're talking about kids, um, this is if you if you listen back at half speed and you heard my <laughs> list, you can see that like probably 75 percent of this list. Kids already do all that, like all of that yeah. kids naturally do. But you'll notice with the ADHD children, again, that's two different disorders in one because they can be combined. <gasps> <laughs> Deep breath. Deep breath. Breathe and speak um, is that. The kid will probably have all of those or yeah, yeah, yeah. half of that list of one of the other. And and I think the important thing is, is like I said um, earlier, it's about how it's affecting the everyday life of the child. Yeah. And I was going to mention with that, 
um, specifically when Kim came on, is that that's what she said. She said that these things in her life were affecting her and her work and her daily life. So she felt like she wanted to get a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. um, normally, though, they would the first question they ask you is like, is this affecting your life, uh, your everyday life to a point where you feel like having the support would do you some good? Right. And that's number one. I would also always suggest go get the diagnosis just for yourself so you know. But yeah, it doesn't ever hurt to go get help as long as correct. As long as it's positive help. Yeah. And never feel, you know, I know everybody will feel like they're imposter. They're going into that in that group, you know, like, do I belong here? Um and I think Kim talked about that a lot, going like I don't uh, yeah, am I being like selfish for then associating myself yeah, with exactly. a group that I may or may not be? Mm -hmm. I I think the important thing is is uh, if you sit back and recognize like I have a hard time with these specific things or like oh I do tend to do that a lot when you're thinking back on it then it's better to go and at least explore that route as Kim did I think Kim took probably a very positive yeah. journey in her experience to diagnosis in that she did personal research herself she went through the process and was like oh I do like I do associate with a lot of these things and for that, then I'm at the point now where I've done enough research and I'm like, I feel comfortable to go get checked and I should. I, I wonder how many people listen to our podcast at 0.75 speed. I <laughs> I would not put it past anybody I, listening to listen to our podcast slower. I feel like we don't, our diction isn't good enough for anyone to do that. You'd just be like, bah, bah, bah. yeah. But um, anyways, uh, I the quick causes and where it comes from. I believe scientists are still like figuring it out, figuring it out. They're not 100% sure, but it's either genes, the chemicals in your brain or your brain has gone through changes. And there was like a list of different things that could have happened to you. Yeah. But I remember like, uh, when we were kids, they also talked about it being hereditary and mm -hmm. they, which is the genes, obviously. But I, mm -hmm. I don't think they really have even figured that out. Yeah. But, but even yeah. like... Even still, I'm on like the borderline constantly with trying to understand my daughter constantly is I don't know if she has it. I don't know if she doesn't uh -huh. because she definitely has some of these presenters as well. But at the same time, I don't know if she just hasn't matured in brain wise and it could go away. Yeah. And as we said, ADHD presents itself in varying degrees. Yeah. So even if uh, even if she did have it, she may have like. Uh, a low need, a low presenter, you know, where she mm -hmm. only has like a few of the symptoms and probably doesn't need medication or extra help. She just no. needs to know, hey, this is what normally happens in your brain. Uh, this ha doesn't happen all the time, but, you know, here's a here's a trick to get through it. Yeah, I I think the important thing for me, and I said this on the previous episode, uh, when we started going to a psychiatrist, I didn't really like the guy, mm -hmm. um, but... I feel like it was a stepping stone to get to a place where I could do behaviors and, and habits that were positive for yeah. me. Um, as an example, because we're going to go through another list about the, the TikTok that I talked about at the beginning of the episode, um, where it's the adult-based ADHD and kind of the symptoms where if you kind of associate with all 14 of these things, you should probably at least mm -hmm. go get some sort of check. But... Um, one of the ones is um, often loses things. 
Um, and for me, I do sometimes if it's something that is like uh, sparing, but I don't lose my keys, my wallet, um, like any of the stuff that I keep in my pockets um, on a daily basis because at this point now I've made a, a very clear habit to always put that stuff down in one of three places. And so through the course of growing up, I have basically embedded that in my brain to be like, I need to at least make sure mm -hmm. that some of these habits are constant yeah, and day to day. And I otherwise I'd, I'd just be in shambles. Yeah. And with that, um, there's a whole numerous amount of other words that you can um, apply to yourself. Um, object permanence is one. Um, where you, if something's not in your vision, you don't think about it. Oh yeah. Um, that's and the, a big one. And there's a whole numerous amount of other things that once you get off routine, it's hard to keep yourself on it because then it stops being in your brain. Um, and it's really like things have trouble sitting in your brain because your brain's a lot more malleable mm -hmm. and things don't sit as, as they should, uh, like stone. Your, your head's more made of, your brain's more made of rubber instead of like a filing cabinet. Uh, it's like a big maze of rubber. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah, it's like a maze of filing cabinets. Yeah. Where like, <laughs> we're good at logging the information, but then going to retrieve the information, you're like, I, I don't know where and it is. And you bounce all around. Yeah. In there yeah, and... yeah. It's like a pinball machine <laughs> yeah. at, that, at that point. And then sometimes you'll reach for it. It'll be there. And then sometimes you'll reach for it. And it'll be a bottomless abyss where yeah. you're like, I'm stuck. I opened up this filing cabinet and just shot to the other end of the mm -hmm. room. And there's nothing in there. Mm -hmm. It's just an empty drawer. And when we mentioned this like long list of if you have things on this list, you should go get diagnosed. Those like 14 things also manifest themselves in like 30 other different ways. <laughs> yeah. So it's really fun going on ADHD TikTok because it's like, oh, yep, 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 yep. Oh, my God. All of these. I will say, up. I will say though, a couple of things with the ADHD TikTok that I've been sent before is stuff like uh, where it's two different pieces of music or three different pieces of music <laughs> playing at the same time, and I don't understand that I can't uh, relate to someone else, and so when they send me that, I'm like, yeah, I can hear all of it, just fine, yeah, just yeah, fine. Yeah. Like I don't understand that, and so I don't. I don't recognize that's something that people without that neurodivergency can't. It's yeah. just a mess. The, and I'm like, but it's just this piece of music, this piece of music, and this piece of music. Yeah. I don't understand that. Also, I can do that, but I do hate those because it bothers my brain. Yeah. I mean, but it's a conflicting, the two one, conflicting pieces of information coming at you. The one where the music's bouncing from left to right in the back and forth speakers, uh, like 3D audio style. Yeah. I love those. Yeah, I don't like those. The, the 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 sound um the spatial sound stuff if it's the same piece of music that's like uh, as an example a stereo recording mm -hmm. then put into mono channels and then bounced between that stuff i can't i don't like that it gives me tingles on my skin no <laughs> it makes me the wrong kind of tingles yeah for me. you're like ah. yeah <laughs> i'm like can you just just put it back to the way that the recording was in stereo yeah yeah um but if you have a kid or you feel like you're somewhere on this, Richard and I went through numerous amount of tests when we were young that I barely remember. Um, but I remember like sitting in a room, like doing what some of which would be like an IQ test. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like pattern recognition. Yeah. Yeah. Because ADHD people are supposed to be good at 
recognizing patterns pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also supposed to be good at observ- observation. Um, being able to, and that comes from the pattern recognition, is being able to understand something quicker because we can see the pattern, which is why we struggle when people listen or when we're listening to people because we're already jumping to the end of their uh, conversation. Oh, yeah. Um, which is also sometimes when described of like how ADHD people think is it's like, here's step one, you jumped in a tunnel and then you arrived at the end. Oh. You don't do the steps in between because your brain can naturally jump from the beginning to the end because it just goes, this is natural. I, the funny thing is, like is math. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say in, in math, I would always get docked because I wouldn't show my work because I get the right answer. Mm-hmm. But then trying to explain it to someone else, I'm like, I don't know how I got there. Yeah. It well, just was there. And the like, teacher, the teacher was like, well, you could have guessed. I'm like, yeah, but I get it right every time. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> if I'm guessing, I'm really good at guessing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, where we get in trouble is because, and that's also, I feel like why I struggled in uh, writing because that's not something you can just go beginning to the end. No, you have it has to, to be a thought out process. Yeah. I hate writing. Too. I hate writing. Um, but most other things, um, also probably why I hate practicing for my instrument, because it's <laughs> like, it's just a repetitive task that I'm like, and I just want to be good at it already. Yeah, exactly, Stop it. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, um, usually when you're a kid and like, they already know you have ADHD, it's like you go through a billion different little tests, pattern recognition, they go, while you're doing these tests, they also record your behavior. Mm-hmm. So they're like, while you're doing the test, are you fidgety? Are you jumping? Are you able to focus on your test for long enough? Um, do you feel like, do they feel like like you start looking around the room a lot and then go back to focusing on your test again? Um, hey, stop it. I'm doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they basically are just checking your behavior to like, are you... Are you what the average child, and I don't like using the word normal there. It's just, you know, averagely. Non-neurodivergent child. Yeah, (laughs) non-neurotypical. Oh, uh, there you go. That's the word. (laughs) Neurotypical child, or are you a divergent child? Like, so looking at the presenters, um, do we have to start putting you into, as Kim put it, boxes? Or or are we like, ah, you're fine. You're, You're acting like a neurotypical child. So... Uh, and this is very interesting, but w- while you're growing up, those presenters start being very apparent and in your face and going, oh, and as you grow into being adult and don't know if you have ADHD or not, you're like, oh, why do I keep doing these things that I think like my neurotypical friends don't do? And why is it making my life a little bit harder? And then you go, oh, Okay. Maybe I should get diagnosed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, we kind of went over the, the child list. Um, Here is your adult list. Yeah. So I will run through it slower. Well, and I was going to say some of them you'll notice are similar to the child list. But um, I think that the situations associated with adults lend themselves to this list better. Did you want to read them? Yeah, I can do that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, if you have a problem sitting still... Oh, wait, wait. Before you yep. rewind, <laughs> um, the the key, I think if you have eight or more of these, you should definitely go get diagnosed. Oh, is that so what right, it is? Yeah, right now, I mean, if you have, <laughs> we have 14, list, yeah, if you, if you have at least seven, you should probably figure that out. But if you have eight or more of these, you should definitely go get checked. If you have less than that, maybe it's you should think about it. Yeah, explore it. So go on ADHD like said, TikTok or ADHD something yeah. and start exploring it. But if you have eight or more, 
um, it's recommended to go get diagnosed because the worst thing that can happen is they say, nope, you're good. Uh, the best thing that can well, happen is going, hey, let's talk about yeah, exactly. support. Because even if you're like, I don't want medication, it's more about learning the tricks of your brain, which I, I would say nowadays is easier to look up online. I don't think you need to go to a, a therapist or a psychiatrist to, to get this handled. But it is recommended because the psychiatrist is the only one who can diagnose you. I it was is not say, done by the by your general practitioner. At the very least, and I know this is hard for some people, providing or getting support in some way, even if it's, if it's through friends or things like that, the awareness piece is definitely important. Mm-hmm. And so well, then in October. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, I think also internal awareness, yeah. like yeah, not yeah. only for yourself, but then, you know, exploring that stuff with your friends or family mm-hmm. or support structures because then they can help help curb those habits into positivity. Yeah, I, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier with the whole psychiatrist. Even though I didn't like him, it at least set a base for like here are things that you should do to then have a positive influence on your life. Yeah. So, on that note, we're gonna go go down this fourteen point list real quick. Um, first one, as I already said, it sitting still. You have a problem sitting still. Uh, second is you're quickly distracted. Uh, you have difficulty concentrating on things that don't interest you, and that's a key point that don't interest you. Uh, quickly switching activities. So that that means that not you're going. Oh, I can switch from activity to activity. It means that you pick up Start something, something, and then and you then put it down and do something, something else. else. Yeah, yeah. Um, we Michael and I discussed this earlier, but can't keep internally still. That means like your brain is racing or like. Not necessarily if you're sitting down or standing up, like you're just kind of feel the need to move mm-hmm. constantly. Um, you can't wait your turn in group conversations. Uh, often knowing the answer to a question before someone finishes asking it. Uh, you have trouble fulfilling tasks. Uh, difficulty trying to play calmly. And I'm guessing Just trying to stay calm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trying to play calmly. So it's, so like-, it's like video games mm-hmm. or like. Um, competitive based things you get really into it you get really yeah get sucked in right very easily um often not thinking things before doing them so you're constantly a a person of action and then sometimes those actions can go wrong yes um often losing things frequently disrupting others talking a lot and often seeming not to be listening yeah so as as we already stated multiple times now we both have all of those um, but to varying degrees, mm-hmm. as I stated earlier about the often losing things, I don't necessarily often lose things unless it's something where it immediately becomes out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. It's something that I didn't feel like was important at the time. And I feel like both of us through school, since we're a little on the quick to pick up things, a little on the smarter end, um, we <laughs> could get by through school very easily because we never needed to study because we would soak up information in class like a sponge mm-hmm. and then be able to regurgitate it when we needed it. Um, but that <laughs> even to the point where I would regurgitate information if I fell asleep in class. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> um, and but that would that causes problems as we got older from high school to college because then the lack that the need to study increased increased and then yeah. the understanding how to study was woefully deficient. Yeah, I mean, a lot of uh, college is less about uh, taking what what the class time is and more doing the independent yeah. stuff. 
And so like my grades went down a bit um, going into college because of stuff like music history, where even though I could get a lot of it, there was just those nuanced things. And plus mm-hmm. there was a lot of writing. Ugh. Yeah. And I would agree. And that's a, also like, I understand music theory, but when going through it initially, I was like, this is a lot yeah, I to don't... try to suck up into my brain. And it was a huge problem because for the first couple of months I was tricked because I already knew everything. And it was funny looking at some of my neighbors going like, Oh, you, you never done this before. Yeah. And going like, you've never like done do re mi fa sol ti do. And I was like, well, I've done that for, for a long time, like all four years of high school. And then they tricked me because then they were like, okay, now we're going to go deep into it and we're going to learn about composition. And my brain was like, wow. I'll be honest. I still really don't understand parallel fists. Uh, I, I yeah. just don't understand why it matters. Yeah, That's the main yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like, it's used constantly. Yeah. So why, like, mm-hmm. why, why not do it? Yeah. 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 Um, so, <laughs> That was one of the things that I found hilarious is like we started talking about these rules that you can't break in music theory. I'm like, and then but the they're year. broken all the time, and it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, but then the next year you learn, oh, it's okay to break them, but you got to yeah. know them first. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> well, no, that's stupid. Yeah, I, I should have just been able to break it mm-hmm. to begin with because you're you're docking me points on things. Yeah, don't don't matter. Yeah. Um. So Richard and I have lived with ADHD our whole lives, and. The biggest thing is learning the tricks to dealing with them. And honestly, that's not something we can provide because Richard and I actually have different tricks between us. And yeah, yeah. We have, you know, varying levels of ADHD, but we do have. <laughs> I'm also trying to get Michael to use some of my rules to help him out, like using your calendar. I That is a learned process. Yes. <laughs> which I go on and off of <laughs> exactly. per year. <laughs> Um, and th- you know, those are just routines that I need to set for myself yeah. that I, and that the worst part about it is ADHD. It always feels like you're resetting to square one. Oh, whenever Every- you start something new yeah. or if it's something, it's not a consistent behavior. It definitely is it, exactly yeah, that way. Exactly. And that's why, you know, there, there's things that I was like, every time I scroll through, uh, any ADHD page, it's like I learned something new where I'm like, oh, that's also part of ADHD. Interesting. Um, and you also see uh, if you scroll through whatever form you want, like Reddit, if you go through Instagram, if you go through TikTok, you know, whatever you're doing or you, you have a Facebook group you're attached to. Um, there, there's all different forms of ADHD and everybody deals with it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what's fantastic. But also is that because it's a neurodivergency, I'll, oftentimes it'll be paired up with something else. Mm-hmm. Like uh, some TikTokers I'm going to mention at the end that I really like watching, um, they have OCD com- uh, with it. They have autism. They have... Um, they have uh, I mean, there's also depression emotional... I was going to say anxiety, like, depression. Yeah, anxiety, I think anxiety... Like different anxiety disorders that go along yeah. with it. Um, All those can cause a bunch of different issues. Yeah, because neurodivergency is a, a spectrum. You know, well, it, there's a bunch and that's of the things. Thing, is it just talks about how your brain works. There's mm-hmm. also other chemicals within your brain that can affect it in different ways, too. Correct. And, and that's the thing is ADHD is dealing specifically with the synapses in your brain right. and the neurotransmitter part of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. The chemical part of it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's different. Uh, and funnily enough, I feel like more the more we go through life, 
and the more human civilization advances, I feel like you, neurotypical will be like less and less, and oh, everybody yeah. will be some form of everybody's quirks will be different. I was gonna say, I, if I'm not mistaken, the brain is like the least understood part of the entire body, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so. it's like a giant supercomputer. Yeah, that's just like this become life and it, it just goes i don't know yeah i'll figure it out which is funny because what, what? How, do, how do i figure it out uh, i love the the fact that the brain is the only like one of the very few things in the world that's trying to understand itself and it doesn't know how it functions <laughs> it doesn't know how it functions. yeah uh, i can only imagine oh my goodness someone who does research into the brain like that is super meta that is very uh, yeah <laughs> if this whole world of simulation that is the most that meta thing that's weird. In, in the world going how do I? I don't work? think I could ever contemplate just that field of research because mm-hmm. it's just like you're trying to basically figure out how your own thing works. Yeah, it's also like that that mind body thing where you're like, "What are you?" and you're like, "Well, I am all of me." Um, and then they're like, "What if I cut off your hand?" It's like, "Would you? Would the hand be you, or would you be you?" But I, I would feel Philosophy. like if your brain had its own personality separate from your overall personality, that'd be very funny because. For someone who's researching the brain, all the brain would be like, what am I? What am I? What am I? And then the body would be like, it doesn't matter. Stop it. Stop it. Calm down. Don't think about that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just be a brain. And the brain's like, I can't. I got to figure out how I work. That is my purpose. I must think. I must think. I am think. I am think. Um, yeah, so, um, anything else we, we want No, to? I think we're good. Yeah, I think we talked about a bit of everything. If anybody else has, um, not questions, because we probably won't be able to answer them, but... We're too casual. <laughs> but if you want to learn more about but, our yeah, experience with ADHD, please. or you want to share your oh, own... Oh, we do have one more thing. You have other people that you wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's, a, uh, if you have other experiences you want to share, um, you can get it to us at, uh, generallycasual at gmail.com. Um, and if you want to learn more about ADHD itself, I have a few TikTokers um, that I, I would highly recommend uh, some personalities go follow or go check them out. Some influence. Uh, yeah. The the person we got the list from is their name is ADHD Vision. You probably find them on things that aren't TikTok. Probably um, Instagram. I saw uh, I am simply Sophie who has ADHD and autism. Um, oh. Fun combination. Um, we have the first guy I ever followed on TikTok. His name is Connor D. Wolf uh, with an E at the end. And the uh, D has an E in it. Yeah, and the D has an E D-E-W-O-L-F-E. in it. D-E-W-O-L-F-E. Um, his whole thing is he has ADHD. He has anxiety, uh, some anxiety disorder. I think he's uh, depression as well with that. Ugh. So his his are very interesting, but he, he does make a lot of ADHD and anxiety centered uh, content. And then we have another person who goes through and just kind of lists uh, symptoms of ADHD. And her name is uh, Sweaty Bethy uh, underscore fitness. I don't, oh, okay. I don't watch her for the fitness stuff. I just watch for the ADHD, ADHD stuff. stuff. Um, but there is a whole world of ADHD people out there. Um, and the biggest thing is to go find people who are like you. So that way you can learn more about yourself and maybe they have, um, recommendations. Although to be honest, once I started doing the ADHD TikTok, then you get stuff like, Oh, you're a guy ADHD. Here's this, this website that works. And I'm like, everybody's different. Like there's a few people who are like, I turned my daily activities into a game and made like this super intense spreadsheet. And I'm like, I would never do that. Because I would not be able to get into doing that because that's too much work. I could probably do it halfway and yes. then be like, nope, this is too much work. Exactly. So 
Um, just know ADHD, everybody's different. Everybody can treat it differently. And what works for you, I mean, the best thing you can do is share what works for you and maybe it'll work for somebody else. Exactly. Uh, so for now, hit that like bell, whatever the other stupid things that are like all repeated. <laughs> yep. I, I don't care Rate, anymore. Review, but subscribe. Do all of those things um, that we have told you to do before, yeah. please. <laughs> Our biggest thing is sharing by word of mouth. Um, because I don't know, I I hate dealing with algorithms so much, and also we have ADHD, so we struggle with remembering to do stuff for ourselves and possibly influence ourselves. I don't know why I associate like with tongue, but then I realized lick, and yeah, no, I'm getting off topic. Sorry, giraffe, keep cat, going. dog, keep going. zebra, ocean, <laughs> um, and so uh, please share us with somebody um, because it it just helps us out if you like our content. Um, remember, because we try to do a new topic every week. And we're quickly going into October, the month of our scary score, scories, scary stories, spoopy, uh, spoopy, spoopy times. Spary. And um, next time we should be doing uh, something about a new Netflix documentary. So we will see you. It's uh, a show. It's not really. It's um, like a uh, fictional interpretation. Uh, we will see you all next time um, for our spooky month. Thank you, everybody. Ooh. And goodbye. Bye.